0: that is awesome. I've always wanted to use this song as an intro. And so today is my experiment. I'm doing it. Do you know what this song is? I'll give you a hint. In the title of the album is the word lawn. That's all I'm gonna give you. In the title of the album is the word lawn. And if you are a fan of this band, you will get it immediately. And I'll give you another hint. I grew up in Vermont. So let's just put that down there. I grew up in Vermont. The name of the album has the word lawn in it. There's a little uh, pop quiz trivia for you today. Let's get on with the episode. If you are an irrigation professional, old or new, who designs, installs, or maintains high-end residential, commercial, or municipal properties, and you wanna use technology to improve your business, to get a leg up on your competition, even if you're an old-school irrigator from the days of hydraulic systems, this show is for you. What is up, sprinkler nerds? It's just me today, doing a hot mic, whatever a hot mic is, I don't know what a hot mic is. It's just me riffing, I guess, sharing something that's on my mind, which these sorts of thoughts are actually always on my mind. I just need to start sharing them. So today I want to unpack or put out there in the world something about disrupting. I feel like we need more disruptors in this industry. Actually, we need more disruptors in this world. We sort of all just go around believing the things that we read and not actually having a thought for ourselves, questioning why is somebody saying what they're saying? I want to understand it. I want to learn more. Is there a better way of doing something? Is there a different way? Is there a more efficient way? Why do we do the things that we do in the way that we do the things that we do? Yesterday morning, I had this thought while driving to work about technology, and this is actually another frequent thought. And it comes, it mostly comes from manufacturers and questions that manufacturers get about water savings. All the time, developers, architect, engineers, designers, consultants, contractors, distributors, you name it, they ask the manufacturer, hey, manufacturer, you have this smart controller, whatever that might be, weather-based, soil-based, sensor-based, you name it. How much water can we save with your fancy smart? Gosh, I don't like that word smart. How how much water can we save with your fancy technology? And every manufacturer spews out a number. You can save 50% with our controller because 50% of all outdoor water use is wasted. And we throw these numbers around like like they're fact like if you buy X manufacturers technology-driven new modern controller you will save 25% of your water usage and I just think that is not true I'm saying it right here I'm making a. am taking a stance I'm putting a flag in the ground the product does not save water the technology does not save water can it absolutely but the technology alone does not do it all by itself. You cannot install something, walk away and have guaranteed results. It is only the people who know how to use the technology that can save water. Technology does not save water. People who know how to use the technology, save water. And so if you really think about this concept, where does it put the power? Who has the power? You, the people, the person, the mind, the implementer, the manager, the creator, it is not the product. It is not the product at all. You could put the smartest product out into the world and if nobody sets it up correctly, if nobody manages it, if nobody uses it, if nobody optimizes it, it will not do anything different. Than a standard system is doing today so i want to say this to you because you have the power and you might have to think about this what is he talking about why do i have the power you have the power it is not the product let the customer choose whatever the product is it does not matter there are 10 control systems today they're all the the same they are all the same everybody wants to pitch how their gadget is better and they have this feature and Yes, there are some differences. Uh, I think it's mostly based on each site and how you need to actually integrate hardware onto a site. But it really comes down to the user. You could give a an advanced user a... I don't want to use the wrong word here. a analog control system. Let's go with that. An analog control system. And an advanced user will optimize the shit out of it. An advanced user will only water what the plant water requirements are because they're an advanced user. If you give an in a rookie user an advanced system, they might not even optimize it correctly. So it always comes down to the user and that's you. You have the power, you have the opportunity, you have the ability to go out into the world and make a change. So I love to hear how you are disrupting something. What are you doing differently? What are you taking a chance on? What risk are you taking to move the needle, raise the bar, advance yourself personally, advance the industry, advance your business, advance your family, whatever that is. Sometimes you got to be taking these small steps to do something different. So I think when going back to this concept of disrupting, it's really just doing something different, asking questions, Asking questions that are meaningful, not just to ask a question, but really putting thought into something, wondering why, why does it do that? How does it work? What if we did it like this? Maybe the way that is being done today isn't the best way. Maybe that's just the way we've always done it. And I really encourage you to think that way. And I think that disruptors can often come across as polarizing, they don't get along, they're loud mouths. And yes, that's true because typically those types of personalities are the one that actually share this, their disruption. But I think that sometimes the most quiet people have the best ideas and they are quietly out there disrupting things almost off the radar. So don't forget if that's you, you have a huge opportunity in your life, in your business, in your family, in your career to make change, to do things a little bit different, to just put creative thought out there. And one of the things I was thinking about this morning before I jumped on the hot mic here is that sometimes change comes in very small baby steps. So there could be a a giant change, but in order to make that happen, it's just one little step at a time. So I'm gonna go do some math, but I wanted to put this concept out there about reducing one minute of runtime. So we know that still a majority of our control systems out there run on time. Actually, they all run on time. They use smart technologies and and efficient technologies to adjust the runtime. But at the end of the day, it's 99.9% still a runtime. So what if we shaved off just one minute? What if every irrigation zone in the world was reduced by one minute? I bet one minute reduced on every zone would not kill any plants. It would not harm the landscape at all. Zero. There'd be a no, there would be no effect on plant health. So my disruption for the day, my thought of the day, is what would happen if we just reduced one minute of runtime? How many gallons would that be per week, per month, per year, per, per site? And then if we were to calculate, and I don't know these numbers, I'll have to do some research, how many irrigation systems there are in the United States how many zones there are, the average gallons per minute, etc., And we calculated what if every irrigation system zone were just reduced by one minute every cycle? My guess is that amount of water would be astronomical. I bet our, our jaws would hit the floor when we could convert just one minute of runtime across every irrigation controller and turn it into gallons. So if something is small, as reducing irrigation usage by one minute could have such a huge impact. So there you go. When you're doing your spring startups this year, go to every zone and take one minute off the runtime. And maybe you'll feel good. Maybe you'll, you'll, you'll feel like we're all participating to save water, to see what happens, to run an experiment. And you know what? If one minute actually makes a difference, then holy shit you have optimized your irrigation system. Congratulations. <laughs> and I say that lightheartedly, but that's really the truth. If you removed one minute of runtime and you had significant impact on plant health, you are sitting right in the absolute sweet spot. So there you have it, my friends, couple thoughts for the day. What are you disrupting? What do you want to disrupt? And these things can have timelines. What do you want to disrupt this year? What do you want to change this year? and in five years and in 10 years, is there something in your life, in your legacy that you wanna leave behind that, that you made a mark on this world? I don't wanna say a dent because that's already been used, but what, are you, what, what mark have you left? What are you doing differently? What is your, what fingerprint are you gonna leave out there in the world for your legacy? And, and I also say this within our industry, so all of you sprinkler nerds out there, I'm counting on you. You guys have the power. And as I said at the beginning, the power is not in the manufacturers, it's not in the technology, it is right in the people, and we need to take the power back to the people. Power's been sitting in the hands of manufacturers for way too long, and it needs to move back to the people. When I say people, I mean the Sprinkler Nerds, you guys, we're counting on you. (laughs) Go out there, disrupt something, ask questions, try something new, differentiate, run an experiment and then report back and let us know how it's going. Appreciate all you guys listening. Thanks for letting me do a quick hot mic here, and we'll catch you on the next episode. Hey, it's me again. This is a hidden track at the end of the album, the end of the podcast. And if you're curious to know the answer to today's riddle, previously mentioned at the beginning of this episode with the intro music that I gave you the clue. The album starts with the word lawn, and now I'm going to give you the full album title and the song. So congratulations, you made it to the hidden track at the end of the podcast. The album is Lawn Boy. The artist is Fish. The title to the track was Bathtub Gin, baby. That's Bathtub Gin, a great jingle. I highly recommend you give it a listen and dance along with the music. That's all. Have a great day.